Lord Jesus, we are indeed grateful to be, other, be able to gather to worship, even if we're gathering in our own homes uh, and other places. We still get to join our hearts together, and we get to um, worship you, and we get to engage with your word, and we, we're grateful for that. And we just ask that you would bless this time, and that you would bless, um, in particular, our, our engagement with your word. Holy Spirit, would you work in our hearts so that it wouldn't just be um, truths that we affirm, but it would be a, a, a life that we live out by your power. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. I'd like to start by asking you to think about a question. It's a theoretical one. Um, you're at home, so you can say it out loud if you want to, and nobody will know other than your family there. But um, the question is, how many of you actually want to rule the world? Um, I asked this earlier on the lawn, and I could see a bunch of people immediately go, no, 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 not me, not me, because I know that wouldn't be good. I have messed up enough in my life to know I'm not the one who should be running this place, and I've messed up enough in my life to know that uh, it's way beyond me. And um, there's some wisdom in that, but my next question is this, how many of us are actually living as if we wanted to run the world? We evaluate and uh, criticize based on what we think things should be, because after all, we know right. Um, we plan and structure our lives uh, a particular direction, because after all, we know right. Um, we yeah, we have this internal conflict. When we have any perspective, when we back up at all, we know that we really were neither capable of running the world. Nobody's asking us, right? If you wanted to nominate yourself to run the world, I would vote no, and I could get 7.8 billion other people to join me in voting no, but that's okay because they would join you in voting no against me too. That's just, we don't want that. We know that's not right, and yet somehow we still live in our lives, expecting things to go the way we want and trying to shape things according to what we think is best and criticizing things that don't fit how we like and, and those kinds of things. I was um, reminded of a song that was a huge hit a few years ago that uh, kind of deals with some of these realities about how we want to rule the world and don't want to rule the world and it doesn't turn out the way we think. And um, let me just read some of the lyrics. It says, I used to rule the world Seas would rise when I gave the word. Now in the morning I sleep alone, sweep the streets I used to own. I used to roll the dice, feel the fear in my enemy's eyes, and listen as the crowds would sing. Now the old king is dead, long live the king. One minute I held the key. Next, the walls were closed on me, and I discovered that my castles stand upon pillars of salt and pillars of sand. Revolutionaries wait for my head on a silver plate, just a puppet on a lonely string. Oh, <laughs> who would ever want to be king? It's funny, we, we know that, and yet we kind of bounce back and forth intuitively, internally, between the wisdom that says, I don't know what I'm doing, uh, somebody else needs to do something because I can't to, ah, I, I'm in charge here, or I got it figured out, and, and our own response will often rise with how our life is going. Circumstances are good, we're feeling on top of it, circumstances are bad, and we, we think, well, the streets I used to own, now I'm just consigned to streeping up 
sweeping up afterwards. Um, that's, a, that's a journey that we're all on, and it, it, theoretically, it's kind of a humorous journey, but it actually cashes out pretty significantly in real life. And I was thinking about two different conversations I had this week that uh, kind of tie in with this. One was um, with my wife the other day. We were just talking about how easy it is for us to make idols out of things. And by us, I'm not using a theoretical us like humanity. I'm using a very specific us, as in Robert and Devat. We're talking about how Robert and Devat so easily make idols. Um, I'm sure you probably have experienced that too if you've backed up and looked. And, and, and as much as we try to build our lives on God and around God and live our lives for God and with God, um, it's, it's easy somehow to get off track, even ever so slightly, so that something secondary takes primary place. And it can even be the good thing. So God gives a gift, and then the gift itself becomes the primary thing, and the giver recedes into the background. God meets us in a moment, and that experience becomes the primary thing, and the one who met us kind of fades into the background. It can, it can work out in all kinds of ways. We were even talking about how our personal devotional time is an idol sometimes, which gotta be this way. And, and, and the point is not, here's what our quiet time looks like and here's what journaling or prayer or reading. The point is, are we connecting with Jesus? He's the center of attention and yet it so easily shifts into some sort of idolatrous zone where the secondary becomes primary and I, I just, I get things upside down. I'm not, I'm not fitted to shape the world. I'm not equipped to rule it and to make it go where it should go. And um, as we look in this morning's scripture passage, um, I'm gonna read a, a number of passages and then we're gonna land in Revelation 1, which you should have uh, showing on the screen in just a moment. Um, and it, it, it's going to trace something that we all know, at least if we follow Jesus for any period of time. It's not do we understand this, and the passages themselves aren't hard to understand. We're not going to spend a ton of time trying to unpack their meaning because it's obvious. The question is, what do, we, what do we do with that? And the second conversation that happened this last week was with a group of, of younger adults who had asked for input from Dave Atten, from myself, on on just life and, and the spiritual life and, and what it looks like to follow Jesus over a long time and those kinds of questions and uh, started by each of us sharing, here's one foundational reality that drives life. And a lot of things could be said, but there was one thing that I said that said, I, I think ultimately all of my life in one way or another has been God's grace working out through this one, one aspect of my spiritual life, which actually coincides precisely with what we're going to look at this morning. So uh, if you just want to listen along for a moment, we'll get to Revelation in just a minute. Um, I'm going to start in Psalm 33 where it says, let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spoke and it came to be. He commanded and it stood firm. The Lord brings the counsel of the nations to nothing. He frustrates the plans of the people's the counsel of the Lord stands forever, the plans of his heart to all generations, right? People have their plans, they take their counsel, and it doesn't work. God takes his counsel with himself, and he makes his plan, and it always works because God is in control. He's the one who is shaping history. He's the one who actually rules the world, and there's a result, there's an outcome that he's looking for, and it starts with that when it says... Um, 
Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let's order our lives around God and his purposes and his glory. Let us stand in awe of him. Uh, A little bit later uh, in Daniel chapter 2, there's a story about the great emperor of old, Nebuchadnezzar, one of the most powerful and significant men actually in all of human history. And this is during the peak of his power and God gives him a dream and he's troubled by the dream and God's actually revealing really key truths to him. And Daniel winds up interpreting that and I won't read the whole thing because it's extended, but you can find it in Daniel 2. And let me just read a few verses there. It says, you, O king, the king of kings to whom the God of heaven has given the kingdom, the power and the might and the glory and into whose hand he has given wherever they dwell, the children of man, the beasts of the field and the birds of the heavens, making you rule over them all, you are the head of gold. So he had a dream of a statue with these different metals, and God says, hey, that's actually the way I'm unfolding history, and you're the first that's pictured there. You're the head of gold. But it says all of these powerful things about Nebuchadnezzar. You're the king of kings. You're the one who rules over everyone and everything, but you need to understand God gave that to you. God's actually the one who's in control and he's going to take down your kingdom one day and replace it with another and he's going to take down that kingdom and replace it with another and he's going to take down that kingdom and replace it with another and it it goes on and it talks about how those kingdoms unfold and the imagery from the dream that he has and then I'll pick it up again where it says in those days In the days of those kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom that shall never be destroyed, nor shall the kingdom be left to another people. It shall break in pieces all these kingdoms and bring them to an end, and it shall stand forever. The great God has made this known to you. He's made known what will be after you. And this dream is is certain. Its interpretation is, is, is sure. Right? This is what's happening. God's in control. He's shaping history. He's shaping this moment and your life and the world scene. And he's going to replace you with somebody else. He's going to replace him with somebody else. And ultimately, he's going to set up his kingdom that will never fail, that will ultimately take over. That's the picture he gives of history. And Nebuchadnezzar responds in that moment and says, truly your God is God of gods and Lord of kings. Right? In other words, God is ruling history and there's a response. There's a response of awe and ordering our lives in fear, the reverent, submissive um, humility, Psalm 33. There's just recognizing that God is the Lord in Daniel 2. In Acts 17, there's a sermon that Paul is preaching, and in the middle of that sermon, he's talking to a group of people who are not followers of God. Um, They're more kind of general in their religious understandings, and he's trying to connect with them and really get them to think. That's what they pride themselves in is their thinking anyway. And so he says, the God who made the world and everything in it, being Lord of heaven and earth, does not live in temples made by man nor is he served by human hands as though he needed anything, since he himself gives to all mankind life and breath and everything, and he made from one man every nation of mankind to live on all the face of the earth, having determined allotted periods and the boundaries of their dwelling place. Right Here's the picture. God is in control. He's created us all. He's given us life and breath, and he's actually working in the, in the basic... Uh, events of my life and in the events of history. On the grand scale and on the personal scale, God's at work. He's given me this breath and this one and this one. And the world around is being shaped by him. He's allotted where the kingdoms will be and how they will rise and how they will fall. And then 
All of that finishes with the words I didn't yet read. This is for a purpose that they should seek God. God is ruling in this world, and there's a result that comes that will draw people's attention to him. Or Ephesians 1, it says, In him, Jesus, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight, making known to us the mystery of his will according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. In him we've obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, so that we who were the first to hope in Christ might be to the praise of his glory. In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. Again, From eternity past, God has a plan that runs right through human history, and it's a plan that's ultimately going to result in everything being summed up in Christ. And we get to be a part of that because of God's working in our lives. He brings us into his family. He brings us into the story he's writing. And he's writing it through the big events of the world and the little occurrences of my life. He's working in all of it. And the ultimate goal is that you and I, as members of God's household, would be to the praise of his glory. So he's working in history to the end that his honor is shown. He's he's glorified. And that shows up even in our very lives. Now, Revelation 1, where you should already be, hopefully, or it should be on the screen. John to the seven churches that are in Asia, grace to you Jesus, and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come, and from the seven spirits who are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead, and the ruler of the kings on earth. Stop for just a second. Pick up the story. This is God who's been from all time and is now and always will be, and his son Jesus, who is ruling as the king, sitting on a throne. with your word? He's controlling. Would you work in our hearts to him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood and made us a kingdom priests to his God and Father to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Behold he is coming with the clouds and every eye will see him. Even those who pierced him and all the tribes of the earth will wail on account of him. Even so. Amen. So here we we have it again. God's working. He's worked out his redemptive plan of rescuing us by the blood of Jesus. Jesus Christ, on the bringing lawn, us into his family, a bunch of starting a whole new go, no, kind no, no, of reality no, no, no. of what it can be to not be human, because not because I we're special, but because we have the Holy that Spirit within good. us, because I we are redeemed, and now we are this priestly kingdom who get to represent God to the world and, I've messed up and bring people into relationship with God, and he's saying all of this brings There's glory some in that, but my to God. All of this is being driven in a particular direction. In other words... Life if has meaning. It is not random. And uh, history based is on what going somewhere. Because after all, we know the events right? of history and the happenings um, of my life are going somewhere. They have a direction. Lives, they have uh, a focus. They have a purpose. All, we know there's a plot line right? and there's development um, to that plot. We and um, 
Yeah, we, we, we have this internal random. conflict. And it, it, what's more is, when we have is any God's working, when we back but, up at all, but we know it, that we really His work uh, incorporates us. The world. Nobody's but it goes beyond us. us. Right. If, if you right? wanted so to nominate yourself, the way my life unfolds and the way this world unfolds is not simply the collection of choices that I make in voting by moment, but that's a collective choice that we all make. In around and through that, God is also right, and He's sovereign. So He creates space for us. Well, we actually lives, genuinely work and engage and make to choices the way we want prayer and matters and, and, and we do make a difference. And yet in that mysterious reality, there's also this underlying like truth and those that kinds as of he works it all together, uh, he ultimately of brings it huge hit to the same focal point. And the focal point uh, again and again and again is his realities about the universe was centered around the God's don't want to wear the role glory. We saw that we think actually and, a few um, weeks ago. Let me just read some of the lyrics. Romans says, I used to rule now the we world. want to look at, and that has to cash out in practical daily reality, the now events the of history sleep alone, and the happenings the of our lives. I used to roll the dice, on the glory of God, feel the fear in my enemy's in eyes, and listen as the crowd sing. That's the centerpiece. That's now that's the old God king is, is dead. About. Long live the king. He's the one who rules and that's what it's about. Key. And if I'm going to next thrive in my relationship with him and, and I'm going to actually uh, line up well. Here's, here's, here's one of the things. Of Revolutionaries um, this is what runs the universe. Plate. Whether I like it Just or not. You know, in my natural state, I actually don't like it. I want it to be about me. Who would ever I know it's. I'm not big enough for that to work. It's funny, we know that I want it to be about me. And yet we kind of And so the fact that it's about God doesn't necessarily come easily. And at times I can get frustrated with it. I don't know what I'm doing. Irritated with it because I have this dream and God doesn't seem to be going the path that I want. I can be hurt. I'm in charge here. There's all these different kind of emotional responses. I have. Those emotions matter. I need to process those emotions. Are good. I need to bring them to God. Top of it. But at the end of the day, they change bad. nothing. And we, we think, well, it doesn't matter how I, I feel. Own, I'm just consigned to streeping up. God is streeping up afterwards. And um, it, my life just a, goes better when I line up all with that. Because that's reality. Lining up with reality instead of living in fantasy actually improves my life. significantly Right When you drive a car and one of the wheels is out of conversations I had this week, the ride that kind of tie into this. One was with my wife the other day. We were just talking about how easy it is And the wheel wears down faster to make idols And if something isn't done, it eventually us, I'm not using a theoretical us like humanity. I'm using a very specific us as in Robert and Dave And it's the same thing with my ride through life. If I'm out of alignment with reality, um, the ride I'm gets sure rougher. You probably have experienced that too. If and I wear down and faster, and, and I'm headed and, and for a crash. As much as we try to build change. our lives, so there's this overarching thing that says for God it's about God. Jesus. It's about the glory um, of it's, God. It's easy I need to embrace that. To get off track, even ever that's so hard. slightly. That's where the idols so come in. I, I have all these. Even even as somebody who works so hard to just line up with Jesus, God gives a gift, and then the gift with the Holy Spirit becomes the primary thing. It's easy to somehow shift subtly. God get off track, and I need to remember that God. God's list, primary thing, priority, and number one, doesn't match so many of the other things. The God's number one priority, God's number one concern is not whether my state is red or blue. Time is an it's idol not. sometimes. Which it's be not this who's going to replace and Ruth Bader Ginsburg. That is not number one God's concern. concern like. Here's what journaling or prayer. God's number one concern is not when do my kids get to go He's back to school. He's the center of school. attention, and yet it's or so easy for some. Shifts. It's not. Do I get into the right and school, and how am I going to afford the tuition? That's just not number one on God's list. The secondary becomes God's number primary, one, and concern is I, not. I just, I get can I somehow get my insurance company to finally approve the surgery? 
I'm not equipped and get the best to surgeon rule it, and to best make it go where it should go. That doesn't top his list. And um, as uh, we my look job in this security or the viability of my business is um, at the top of his list. I'm going to read a, a number of passages and then the we're going to land in Revelation the stock market or the state of my retirement portfolio uh, showing on the they screen don't top just the list either. Um, and it, it's going to trace uh, something that we all know, at least if we for follow Jesus for any period of time. Like special person. It's not do we understand this or and that the passages themselves are hard to understand. We're not going to spend a ton or of time Or the dream that I long to have fulfilled. They're not at the top of God's list either. The question is, what do we, what do, we do with that? History doesn't revolve around that, that even my The second conversation doesn't. that happened this last doesn't week doesn't revolve around me being happy of, uh, or being healthy who had or thriving or being secure. myself on... On just at life. the top of and God's list is number one concern like is not whether I get to go without a mask or whether I have to wear a mask. It's not whether I get to have a haircut. It's not whether I get to eat inside or even if I get to worship inside. Those life. aren't at the top and of his list. A lot of things could be said, but there was one thing that I said that said, I, I think Natural ultimately that all of my life in one way or another has been social God's grace out climate through change, this one, world peace, the stuff people wrestle with and argue over, they are not the top with of God's look list. At the top morning. of God's so, list is uh, simple. If you just want to listen for one direction, we'll get to Revelation in just That's a minute. Towards um, I'm going to start in Psalm 33 where it says, there's a directional Let arrow for all history the earth fear pointing the Lord. to Jesus and his glory. Let all the inhabitants God's of the saying, world what's the directional stand in arrow awe of your heart. Is that For he spoke and it came to be. He commanded These other things that you firm. get so concerned the about. They actually the do matter. I'm not making light of any of them. I'm making light of the people. Because we make too much. The we give them the too much stands weight. They're important. The That's why they weigh on us. What's going to happen people have their is plans. important. They take How we their go through this is important. What happens to my job? What happens to my health? What happens to my family? Those all matter. it always works because God is in control. But God doesn't. If he will get up in the morning saying, my number one agenda today is to make sure that There's Robert an is that feeling looking secure. for, and it starts with that when it says um, he gets up, if you will, all every morning with the, the same Let's agenda. Our he lives around God and His that. purposes on the same glory. agenda. Let us I stand will in bring glory to my name. Uh, I later, will work all uh, of the events of two. history, uh, and all of the happenings of life. The great emperor of old, to Nebuchadnezzar, the of one of the most powerful and significant men Jesus actually in all of human history. I am. And this is during the peak of his power and God and gives him the a life that actually works by the dream and God's actually revealing really key truths to him. And Daniel winds up interpreting that. And I won't read the um, whole thing because it's extended, but you can find it in Daniel 2. And let me just read a few verses there. It says, you, O king, glory of God, the king of kings to whom the God of heaven has given the kingdom It's important for us to just remind ourselves, John, and glory, and into this hand he has given, ago. wherever they dwell, if, if the you will, of man, it's the beast of the field, field and the birds of the heavens, is, making you rule over them each all. one of those things. You are the head of gold. So he had a dream of a statue that showing in his different battles and God says, hey, that's, that's about actually the way I'm so it's about God's history, righteousness, and you're the first being displayed. It's about there, God's the head of justice, but it being says carried out. All of these about God's things judgment. About judgment. You're the king happening. of kings. It's about you're God's grace, everyone and everything. Flowing. And much of that, you need uh, and one of the reasons it's such a blessing for me, you. it's not just I got to get my God's life in alignment the so the ride's not rough. He's going to take But down there's actually positive good that's overwhelming to me. The things that I try to fill my life with, these little idols, will never satisfy. And yet, if I will put 
goes Jesus on and it genuinely talks about at the how center because he is at the center of history. If I live has, that way, and then I'll pick it up again. So much good flows from that because part of God glorifying his kingdom, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom that shall never be destroyed, nor shall the kingdom be left to another people. It shall break in pieces all these kingdoms and bring them to an end. All of the good and blessing that I can enjoy in life. Actually, great God has made this known to you as I. He's made known what line myself up with this reality and this dream is all of history is designed to bring glory to Christ. This is what's happening. God's in control. He's shaping history. I will find my greatest this moment and your life and the world scene. And he's going to replace you with somebody else. He's going to replace one him word of somebody else. One word of and ultimately, he's going to set up his kingdom. Think, uh, never it's fail. not intuitive for many of us. Over. That's the that that would be true. He gives of history. Um, and that's because we're broken. And Nebuchadnezzar responds um, in that moment. But says, maybe this your example God will be helpful. God of God. You may have experienced something in your life right. where people are telling you, this is wonderful, words, God this is, is great, ruling you've got to do this, you've got to go here, you've got to try this, you've got to taste this. Ordering our lives and it's like, no, 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 no. I have no desire, no interest. Submissive Maybe something's coming to your mind right now. And then later on, you do it, you go there, you experience it, you taste it. Daniel 2. And, and everything opens up. And you go, what was I thinking? Paul is preaching. Why was I resistant and to this? This is the most amazing thing. People who are not followers of God, they're more This is the most amazing thing. And he's trying to Why was I resistant to this? I just didn't see it right, and now I did. We probably all had experiences like that. For me, it's something simple, but Hawaii. Being right? Lord of I, heaven, I, you and know, earth people talk about Hawaii. They want to go to Hawaii, and man. it was never a big deal to me. Nor by um, when hands, we got married, Hawaii anything. was not on the list of any places we wanted to, to go. Mankind, it is fine, whatever. But everything. all I knew about Hawaii and was, and he made um, from one man you know, every watched, nation. Growing up, I watched uh, to Hawaii Five O and there were surf movies. And I wasn't a cop, and I wasn't a surfing. That's fine for you, but yeah, what's the big deal? And then one day, I went to Hawaii, and like a day and a half into the trip, I just thought, "He's actually working with me." Amazing. Can I just stay here forever? How about if you bury me here on this events beach? Of my I'm not life even a beach the person. Of history. But it was just something that on I experienced. Scale, and wow, that's incredible. Scale, God's I think He's in part, that's a helpful analogy one, because and God is working and everything in history. Every act, every choice, every world-shaking event and every small thing that's happening. And then, now, li- listen all carefully. of that finishes with the words uh, I didn't yet People read. are making their choices and they, they have that freedoms God's given them, but it's all worked together. together. God is ruling in to this world end. and there's a result that comes that, he that will draw people's attention to him. Jesus or Ephesians the center 1. of attention. It says, in him, Jesus, we and have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of in our trespasses according That's to the where riches my greatest of his grace, comes from. And I resisted naturally in all wisdom and, and insight, making known to us the my life in alignment with this when I cooperate according with the to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ, as a plan uh, there's a point for where the fullness of time to unite all things in him. Things in heaven and now, things here's on the earth. Disclaimer. In him we've obtained an um, inheritance. That's true. Been predestined in a world where according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the right. counsel of his will. The problem is so that we who were the first that world to hope in Christ yet exist. might be to the praise and of his glory. And if it did, there wouldn't be room him for me. You also, when that's you that's why heard it doesn't the word yet exist. God is creating room for me, which means messy. By the way, messy always begins with me. Write it down, look at it, and you'll see. Literally, messy begins with me. So if there's going to be space for 
for me in this world and there's space for you, it's not going to be perfect and smooth, which is one of the challenges we face as we seek to continually dedicate our days to Christ and his glory. You would think it would go wonderfully well and sometimes it doesn't seem to. That's because messy begins with me and there's room for me in this. And he's writing it through the big events of the world and the little occurrences of my life. He's working in all Like in the ad that says your experience may vary. It doesn't change the truth of what's being offered. It doesn't change the truth. This is where history is going. His glory. It doesn't so change the reality that as I line up with that, my life actually goes a whole lot better. There's a lot more joy and, and freedom his honor is shown. and fulfillment. But he's, he's glorified. But it's messy. And that so, shows up even in all of those truths. Lives. As we look at the scripture, now, we could have looked at Revelation 1. Dozens and dozens of other be, passages. Hopefully, or it should be on the screen. Um, the, the truth itself is not all that complicated. John, to God the seven churches that are in everything, Asia, everything big, and everything small, who to is, bring glory who was, to his name. Come, and from the seven spirits That's who are before all his throne, around. and from History, Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn the of the dead, and the ruler of the kings on earth. And for me to thrive, God who's been from all time and is now and always will be and his son Jesus question is, who is um, ruling what do we do practically if you will sitting on a throne with this truth right? we don't want to just say ruling yeah okay we spent to him who loves us minutes and has freed us from about our sins something by that we blood. agree on if we believe we made us God, a kingdom priests thanks God and Father um, see, to him has glory to, has and dominion forever and ever. It has to actually Amen. work its way out in our lives. Behold, and, he's coming and, with the and clouds and every right? eye There's will see him. So here's two even things those that I would him, encourage you to cultivate that I think will help in cooperating with God's agenda. Wail on account of him even so. Amen. So here we have it again. God's working. He's worked out his redemptive plan of rescuing us by the blood of Jesus Christ bringing us into his family. See his Starting a whole new kind of reality of what it can be to be human. Not because we're special but because we have the Holy Spirit See his glory in everything. See his glory in everything. And now we are this That's what he has for us. who get yeah. to represent God you, to the world. You on the screen, or if you have a Bible, you can look at Galatians 4. God. And he's saying all of this um, brings God is at work for his glory. And God. as a follower of Jesus, I, I get that, and I want to see that happen. And yet words, I drift so life easily. I have a friend who starts practically every conversation I have with History him with a little phrase. Is going God somewhere. Is or God is so good. The events of history and, and the um, happenings of my life saying that doesn't give me a clue of what's coming next. They have a focus. Right? He may be purpose. about to launch into a there's story a about amazing things. Things that, that we would easily call blessing that and, God's um, done. And he starts by God. Is, it's it's, it's so good. not random. Or he may and be about to launch into a story is, about how his God's week was working, really but, tough but and it, difficult it, things happened and it was painful and he starts us, with God is so good. But it goes beyond Or us. he may be about to right? just so tell me something very mundane because so much of life is actually not that remarkable. Is not but friends share even that. So he's going to talk made. about who knows what. Just the common details of life that don't have much noteworthiness to them. But he creates space for us. he starts off with God is so good. I don't think it's trite. I don't think it's Cliche. I've never actually asked him. And we do make a difference. I, I and think yet it's a foundational perspective, right? Reality. He's, he's also wanting this to see that as God's he it all together, glory in the details of his life, and remember, God's glory and the is all of who God is being expressed. So his goodness is part of that, and that's one of the lenses. He, he wants to God's fix his focus. We saw that actually a few right part of part of experiencing what God's doing, and that has to cash out for me to fix my focus on Jesus. Jesus, and on the fact the that whatever's happening right now and the somehow is going to connect with that. Lives. 
And maybe I need to renew that focus. Maybe I need to fasten my focus. And then I need to have an expectancy. That's the that's that it God is working is for his glory, and I need to look for that. He's As I do that, that's what it's my about. And if I'm going to joy and thrive in my relationship with my him, partnership and I'm going with God to actually increase, uh, line up right? well, here's, 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 four. here's one of the things. It says, in verses um, we often read at Christmas time, universe. it says in verse Whether 4, I like it or when not, the fullness you know, of time had come, God sent forth his son, I born of a woman, like born under the law, to redeem those who are under I'm not big enough for that work, so that we might receive adoption. I want it to be about me. That and verse so talks about Jesus about and his root is actually in Genesis 3. And at times when God is speaking to the serpent and says, you know, this whole mess I have this dream is going to be fixed one day by a descendant of this woman right here. Eve, you're going to have a descendant who's one day going to fix it. And here we are in Galatians 4, and it's happening. But Galatians 4 is separated by who knows how many years from Genesis 3. It doesn't matter how I feel. And in Galatians 4, it's even after Jesus has God's gone back God. to heaven. We get it. We go, I see and how it, that happened. I see how God glorified himself, how he that. controlled history in order reality, to do this great thing. up with reality instead of but living Adam in fantasy. But Adam and Eve didn't see actually that. improves my life. Right? In fact, imagine right, going drive a past car Genesis and, and 3, one of the wheels Cain has now killed Abel, and he's been the banished. So here they are. Rough. They've lost both their sons. One is cold in the dirt, and the other has been banished from their presence. By and God. if something isn't done, it eventually bursts. We've lost everything. And you how crack. do you see God and bringing the same glory thing with to my right in that life? One of the, if I'm one out of, of the alignment with reality, it's to see God bringing right glory to rougher. himself and the goodness of God in things and that we enjoy. And I wear down faster, and I'm headed for a crash if something doesn't change. So there's this overarching thing. I can thing imagine says, Adam and Eve standing there at Jesus, the graveside. It's about the glory of God. As parents were always wrestling so with hard. our sense of That's where the idols guilt. come it's in. Like, oh, my kids I have all these, even, even uh, if somebody uh, who works so hard to just line and, up with Jesus. You know, and, and usually and that's not, uh, not a very accurate picture. Doing. I may it's have contributed, but you know, my kid's a free moral agent and they get off track. And I need to remember Adam and Eve standing at the grave saying this is my fault. It's actually true. Priority, number one, That was the one time it was actually true. God's number one priority, God's number one concern is not whether my state is red or blue. They killed their son. And they banished their other son. And they separated themselves again from God, and they that brought every hardship and difficulty and struggle and brokenness that this planet has that, ever when do seen my kids or get ever will see. They chose that. Or they know that. Some, and God has spoken and said, ah, right but I've got glory that I'm going to work. There's going to come a descendant one day. It's going to be great. That's easy to see after the fact when we're past Galatians 4. It's really hard to finally approve this surgery. And I think one of the things the that help us is, is we try to say, I'm going to see how God's working and see his glory. Us. We need to remember that we uh, discern security or backwards. the viability of my business isn't at the top. And we trust forwards. The state of the stock market or the often, state of my retirement portfolio. Often we can't tell what's going on in either. this moment. Often it doesn't look like it's going anywhere good. My, uh, often it's confusing and painful. Often we have to get person. well past it before we see, I get it. I see what you're doing. We discern back the dream that I long we to trust have fulfilled. They're not at the top of God's list. And either. so we have to ask, history doesn't revolve um, around that. What's going on in our world right now? Doesn't, doesn't revolve around me being happy around or us. being healthy How's God or work thriving can I see or it? being secure. Can I see it? Or can I see at how the top of God's be. list is number and one concern is not whether I get to go give without you a, a mask an example or whether I have bigger, to wear a mask. It's not whether scene, I get to have you know, a haircut. Christians, it's not whether I get to eat inside. We're not on the margins right now. Everyone's looking at Those aren't at the top of his list. We're in the center of attention. What are people seeing? Disasters and is that going to bring glory us? to God? Remember, we Social are for unrest. the praise of his glory. 
climate change. Some world people are peace, seeing a stuff fearful people wrestle with fret and argue over. They are not the top of God's list. I'm not sure that's really what God intends. History goes in one direction. I would encourage you to read First Peter two later. His glory, because I think it talks directly, and it talks about how we silence those naysayers not by shouting them down, but by shining a light. Arrow of your heart. Matthew five picks up on that, where it says, "You live these other things that you get so concerned about. They actually do matter. I'm not making light of any kind of life. You'll be a city on the hill, and people will give them too much weight. They're important. That's what history's about. That's what this moment's going to happen. Is important. I don't know what else God is doing, but we're in the center of attention. What happens to my job? What happens, reflect to my the glory what happens to in my that? family? Those want? all matter. Uh, there's a lot of debate right now God on even what's the nature get up in the morning worship. saying, my number one agenda today How does it have is to, to make happen? sure that's that a great conversation to have. Secure. And unless we get lost in all the arguments, one of the fundamental questions up, is, am I growing as a worshiper the same because of engaging in this? Because who I become is part of glorifying God. The same agenda. I God's will using bring that. glory will. to my name. What's the I thing in my personal life? I don't know what the events of in front of you right now, big or small, the happenings of life or mundane to the end of But how does God want to use that? You may not be able Jesus to fully discern that until you're past it, but you can trust right now. And, the life and that's that part of training myself to see how God is working everything that. for his glory in history and in my life. The second um, thing is seek it. Seek it. Right? Go after it. Commit yourself to it. And this brings us full circle to the conversation I started with. To just remind ourselves, John, conversation I started with, I said, you know, we had the conversation about idols. The other one was with talent. This is various attributes. By God's grace, has been the foundation of everything that's been good in my life. So that showing in history, I don't have a lot to offer, but one thing, by God's grace, I have been pretty good at is I don't quit. Righteousness. Being and, displayed. Um, it's know, about obviously God's sometimes justice that can be stubborn, that being can be carried sinful, out. But it's about in God's the context judgment of, of this, it's actually it's about God's a good thing. grace. It's a grace from flowing. God. And much and of that, seeking, and one of the reasons this is such a blessing God for me, it's not just I got to get my life in alignment how so he glorify himself rough. requires but there's actually me positive to good be fully overwhelming owning sovereign. The things that I try to fill my life with, these little idols, will never satisfy. And yet, if I will put Jesus genuinely at the center, because he is at the center of history, if I live that way, so much good Shadrach, from that Meshach, and Abednego is another Nebuchadnezzar story. And there are three mission, minor officials in his court who happen to be Jewish, who happen to try to live for God. And They've been told to worship an image that probably is Nebuchadnezzar actually making the image from the dream life of Daniel 2. The smelting furnace is right there where the image is. And so he says, everyone needs to bow and worship this. And if you don't, I'm going to throw you into the furnace. Um, They they say, we're not going to do it. He says, I'm going to heat it really hot. They say, doesn't matter. They're respectful, um, but they're just not going to bow to the king's one word demand that they worship this claim false god. And in verse 16, uh, says, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, um, we have no need to answer you um, in this matter. Maybe this example if this will be, be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, this is great. and he will deliver this. us out you of your hand, here. O king. You but try if this. not, you've got to taste this. be it known to you, O and king, like, no, no, we will no, not no, serve no. your God no or worship the golden image. Um, maybe something comes to your mind right now. And then later on, you do it, you go there, you experience it, you taste it. If we're really going to cooperate with God glorifying himself in history, And everything opens up and you go, what was I thinking? My life's Why was I resisting? To this. this is the most amazing How easily thing do I bail out? Bread. How easily do I fall back on my idols that I know are bankrupt? This is the most amazing thing. 
they seem to why was I resistant to this? I just didn't saying, see it right. It's about you, God. Did, right? By your we, grace, we I'm going to stick with this. Like that. For me, it's I'm going to look for how you're working. I'm going to look for opportunities right? for you to work. I, I, you know, and then I'm going to seek to join you in that. Whatever that looks like, it might be hard. But I'm not. We got married. Hawaii was not going to fully embrace. We wanted to go. That you are whatever. But all I knew about Hawaii was, you know, I watched. Growing up, I watched Hawaii Five O. And there were surf movies. But if not, I wasn't a cop, and I wasn't. The surfing, that's fine for you, but you know, what's the big deal? Oh, God and then one day I went to Hawaii, and like a day and a half into the trip, I just thought, what was the matter with me? Not this is amazing. Up. Can I just stay here forever? How about Trust if you bury me here on this beach? If I can't I'm not even a beach person until I'm past it. was just it, something that I experienced. Went, wow, that's incredible. I think in, in part, Lord, I thank you that's for a helpful analogy because God is working everything in history. Every act, every choice, every world-shaking event and every small thing that's happening. And I pray that you would do just that. Now, li- listen carefully. And whatever uh, I People need, are making their choices and they, they have certain freedoms God's given that them. To happen all fully, I pray that you bring that about. May we see end. how you're working. That he and may we trust glorified. you in what we can't yet Jesus see. Jesus would and be the center of attention. To join you in it the best we understand. And in that and happening. give up. And watch you work happening. great things that's for my greatest joy comes from. And I resist it naturally. And then we pray in Jesus' when name. When I be bring Amen. my life into alignment.